Bossa Fecão, na Bossa Fecão. With your hosts, powerhouse performance couple, expert leaders, Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. Can you relate to this scenario? You walk into your home, look at your spouse, and say, we need to talk. Your spouse looks at you, rolls their eyes in the back of their head, hunches their shoulders, and asks about what? We just talked yesterday. At this moment, your excitement vanishes, and the moment's joy is gone. Your spouse automatically assumes something is wrong. They have done something wrong or would be one of those long, drawn-out, boring talks that they are not looking forward to having. Now take this same scenario and apply it to your boss, your co-worker, your business partner, your employees, or anybody that you have to communicate with, anybody that you have to have a relationship with. Because in this episode of the Boss Effect podcast, we're going to be talking about the art of effective communication. In both life and, and in business. business. How you doing this evening, Sean Seven? I'm doing great. How about yourself, Queen Kimmy? I can imagine many times in our own relationship doing business together as an entrepreneur couple that this same scenario has played out in our own lives. Mm-hmm. You want to speak on it? I'm already speaking on it. <laughs> <laughs> Effective communication can resolve the root of many issues in relationships in both life and business. And once you learn to communicate effectively, your partners can feel like their opinions and their voice actually is valued and it matters. And it took years for me and you to figure that out ourselves because it it damn sure didn't have an overnight. Well, practice makes perfect. (laughs) What you said. (laughs) Exactly. And so not only did it not happen for us overnight, listening was one of the most important aspects of communication that we had to overcome yes we had to learn how to use effective communication definitely exactly and i know we've talked about the floor technique and how we learned the floor technique why don't you talk about that right now so we learned the floor technique when we went on a a marriage retreat and we were living in germany at the time right we were living in germany and we went on a strong buns marriage retreat to edelweiss edelweiss Nice too. I always wanted yeah, to say that. It was nice hey, too. You know, Edelweiss is in the sound of music, right? I know you was gonna say that because oh. that's your favorite movie. Okay, we're gonna stop. <laughs> but anyway, when we went to this uh, marriage retreat, we had to learn how to use the floor technique. And we were newly fresh. We were newlyweds. Yeah, I think we was we even a year, two years yet. I don't even think so because I think Sean was still a baby. So we were a year. We were like a year into. Yeah, change. so we were a year into our marriage when we went on this retreat, and. Communication wasn't that strong for me and you, so we learned the floor technique on this marriage retreat. And during this retreat, they taught us, like I said, the floor technique, which is this technique where whoever has the floor at the time is in control of the conversation while the other person is practicing effective listening. Mm-hmm. So while they're listening, they're you know, listening to you speak, and when it's their turn to talk, they start off with, well, what I hear, what what I heard you say is, 
that's validating the other person yes. instead of making assumptions. Yes. And then they lead off into whatever it is they want to talk about. Exactly. And it just goes back and forth and you just keep passing the floor to each other. Exactly. I know one of the things that was really important in using that technique was effective listening. Yes. A lot of times we think communication is always speaking, 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 and you listening to me and you understanding me. But most important, the, the most important aspect that I take away from our life as an entrepreneur couple, as meeting other people in business, as having business partners, um, as having coaches and clients that I work with on a daily basis, the most important thing that I've learned is the art of effective communication really starts with listening. Yeah, because you got to actually hear what the person is saying because if not, you're going to be assuming what you thought you heard because you wasn't listening, paying attention. Exactly, because like Les Brown said, we hear through the filter of our own life experiences. Correct. We hear through the filter of our own perceptions and our own you know, our own stance from where we are in life and how we're feeling mm -hmm. in that moment. Yep. So when we're practicing listening, there are three stages of listening. I remember being in college, sitting in the classroom, learning about the three stages of listening. I remember being in coaching school, learning about the three stages of listening. I remember being in the military, learning about the three stages of listening. Sean Seven, do you even remember? I talk about them all the time. Do you remember what the three stages of listening are? Alternative. Nope, my bad. Attentive listening, uh huh. Responsive listening, uh huh. And nonverbal responses. Yes, and you can Google that. That's all over the internet. I've learned it in so <laughs> many different places. Um, I've learned it in so many different places. But I want to dive into that tonight when we're talking about um, communication, when we're talking about listening, when mm -hmm. we're talking about communication in life and business. Because as an entrepreneur couple, like I said before, as an entrepreneur couple in business, you and I work together all the time. Yes, we do. Every day, 24-7. And there are many times when I'll say, hey, Sean Seven, we need to get this thing done. Or you'll be like, baby, we need to get this thing done. And I'm looking at you like, I thought you did it. And you look at me like, I thought you did it. And we're like, uh, did you listen? You said effective communication. Exactly. So <laughs> let's talk about those. What was the first one? Attentive. Attentive listening. Okay. So well, tell me about attentive listening. I know you pulled up something from thinkedu.com. Do you have that available? I do. So it says attentive listening. Attentive, attentive listeners focus on the speaker and work hard to eliminate distractions, such as ambient noise or poor delivery skills. Ooh, that's good, because you know as a speaker, we tend to do that. Yeah, we do. Mm -hmm. Tell me some more, tell me some more. About attentive, or you want me more? Attentive. Okay, then they say they also are patient and let the speaker finish their thoughts without interruption. So they must be practicing the floor technique. They practicing the floor technique, <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Ooh, you know that's one thing I cannot stand. That burns my ooh, that burns my biscuit. That just burns my cookie. When somebody cuts me off while I'm speaking or attempt to finish my sentence and you don't have any idea what I was thinking or where I was going, mm -hmm. then it kind of leans into the four agreements of making assumptions instead of actually listening to understand and comprehend and validate the person. You're listening to respond. Which goes good with the last part of attentive listening. While not easy, attentive listening is essential for effective communication. Get out of here. It don't say that. They say it right here. Black Ooh, and white. Sure, me kidders. Sure, me kidders. <laughs> okay. Okay. Come on. Okay. All right. So we want to move on to responsive listening. Responsive listening. All right. So responsive listening listeners demonstrate to the speaker that they are listening and understanding what is being said. 
which encourages the speaker to continue. Encouraging responses by include both nonverbal and verbal cues. Now, I want, I want, can I cut you off? You can have the floor. Thank you. See, we just talked about not doing that, so I asked for permission to do mm -hmm. that. You saw me practicing that effectively. Yeah, you practicing hard, too. Hey, now, <laughs> as a speaker, one mm -hmm. thing that we learn as speakers, when we take the stage, we find a person on the left, a person on the right, a person in front of us, right in the front of us, and a person in the center in the far back. And we pick those four people to put our eyes on as we're speaking so that we can make sure that we're engaging the whole room. And that one person always either gives us a head nod or, you know, it's a way to be engaging with the audience. So mm -hmm. that's also a lot of these things are speaker techniques that I teach. You know, that's that, not right? just a speaker technique with them right there. That's uh, as a performer. We do that as well. Get out of here. You know, we engage the room and see which side is, 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 you know, giving us that energy the most. And that's the side that we will vibe with. You know what I'm saying? And give the most, most, you know what I'm saying, the most energy from us on stage. But see, that's not, but see how you going to vibe with the side that's vibing with you? You're supposed it's to be different scanning when you're the performing. room. You scan the room and you're looking for who vibing with you. And if the whole room vibing with you, you make your way around the whole stage. But if you got that one section that's giving you a lot of that, a lot of energy, you're going to focus more on that side. And then the other side is going to feel a little jealous. And then they'll start pumping up and giving you some energy and hyping up. Oh, that's about when they used to be like, hip hop, hooray, ho. And then you say this side. Left side, right side. Yeah, we're going to let you speak to st uh, speaking. Okay, I'll speak to speaking because that's that 1990 <laughs> stuff, huh? <laughs> this episode of the Boss Effect podcast was brought to you in part by Queen Kimmy 101 Coaching and Courses. Queen Kimmy is here to help you level up in both life and business, offering one-on-one -on -one and group coaching. To learn more about Queen Kimmy, visit queenkimmy.com. That is Q-U-E-E-N. K-I-M-M-I-E dot com. Again, this podcast was brought to you in part by Queen Kimmy 101 Coaching and Courses. Go ahead, go ahead. All right, so we got nonverbal responses. So nonverbal responses are like smiling, appropriate facial expressions, and uh, affirmative nod of the head, like we were just talking about. I just talked about that, crowd. yes. Yep. I'm giving you my elevator pitch, and I'm standing up here with a frown on my face, and I'm mean mug, and I'm giving you my elevator pitch, and I want you to do business with me. I want you to be in a relationship with me. I want to collaborate with you. But I got a frown on my face. I'm mean mug, and I'm like, mm -hmm, got my arms crossed, don't want to be approached. Uh-uh, that's just, that's just all wrong. That's definitely all wrong. Then you got good eye contact. That's another thing we were just talking about. When you're looking at the crowd, you're looking to see who's making eye contact with you. Mm -hmm. And then uh, minimizing distractions, like turning off cell phones and things like that. Not not looking and reading something while somebody's talking and you know trying to trying to give you uh, their attention. Mm -hmm. Taking notes, you know, underutilizing way to broaden the depths of learning, you know, and then leaning slightly towards the speaker. And even when you're doing virtual speaking and virtual communications, collaborations and connections, you want to lean into the camera so it has more of a personal feel. So all of these things are techniques that we teach when it comes to storytelling, when it comes to taking the stage, when it comes to connecting in relationships, in life and in business. And as you said, as a performer or a speaker, we use these techniques all the time yes. and we get so comfortable with using them that we don't even realize that we're actually utilizing a skill because it comes so naturally to us mm -hmm. we just assume that it, it it comes natural to everyone when it actually doesn't it's a skill yeah. that has to be learned and the more you do a thing the more you become confident at doing 
confidence comes in doing, right? Most definitely. And um, I want to say, like you said, it's something that you have to practice. And I'm definitely somebody that's actually still practicing the, the uh, art of effective communication. Because mm-hmm. you, even though I think I'm a good listener, I still need to learn how to be an effective communicator. I love that. I love that about you. You know, not everything works for everybody. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that we're able to take what we learn in our marriage and use that in our business and vice versa. Yes. Does that make sense? It does. We learn to listen to each other. We learn to validate each other's feelings and practice active listening. One of the best ways to talk and communicate is to show the person that you care about what they're saying by giving them your full attention and listening to what they have to say. To validate what they're saying and listening to understand and not to respond. It's essential to feel safe and secure when sharing your heart, thoughts, and feelings in relationships, whether it's for life or whether it's for business. You learn to talk about issues, thoughts, feelings, and insecurities, right? Mm-hmm. So in the opening scenario, imagine you walk in and you say, we need to talk. And you turn to your partner and you say, I'm all ears laying on me. And the next thing out their mouth is, baby, we won the lottery. So basically, the way you respond dictates the outcome of the situation. Basically. Basically, your energy is everything. You said it earlier. Your delivery is everything. Another vital factor of effective communication is breaking the habit of always wanting to be correct. Yes. This habit is important to break and it will change your life. When you feel the need to always be correct, it is just you trying to be validated. When you feel the need to always be correct, it's just you trying to feel special. When you feel the need to always be correct, it's just you showing that you are genuinely feeling insignificant. When we feel the need to always be correct, it's just us showing that we feel powerless. And if we are constantly correct, the other person is what, wrong? The other person is always wrong. Their opinion doesn't matter. Only ours, and we would do whatever we can to make you see our way or no way which is indeed a recipe (laughs) for disaster. Breaking this habit can catapult you to the next level in life and business. Being open and receptive to the value you bring to any relationship enhances one another. First, you must identify your strengths and weaknesses, gifts and talents that you bring in the world. Then it's okay to respect that you may not agree on everything. Exactly, because sometimes it's best to lose the battle to win the war. It's more important to be happy and at peace than to always be correct, especially at the expense of making someone else feel belittled. Effective communication can change your life and business because it allows both strengths to shine through. In our relationship, we learn to listen to the essence beyond the words and to respond accordingly to one another. Not only is Sean Seven my husband, He is also my business partner. We both matter. We're both vital to the success of our company's mission. And one of the ways that we got there was through the art of effective communication. 
Exactly, because this company's mission is to help you level up in both life and business. We put a lot of hard work, effort, and energy into bringing you amazing guests. And if you want to buy us a cup of coffee or a cup of tea for me, stop by the bosseffectpodcast.com and buy us a cup of coffee. Stop by the bosseffectpodcast.com and find out how you can start your own podcast in five simple steps. Stop by the bosseffectpodcast.com and join the Boss Effect Club. You can also find out about our latest events and upcoming activities at the bosseffectpodcast.com. We are practicing what we preach. We are living what we preach. We are literally, literally your one-stop shop for success in life, life and, and business. business. You've been listening to Sean Seven and Queen Kimmy. With an I-E. Thanks for tuning in to the Boss Effect Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode. And while you're at it, please leave a rating and review. Be sure to share this thing out. Share this thing out. Hey, share this thing out. Share this thing out. Tune in every Tuesday for more exciting insights and wisdom on being your own boss. And until next time, peace and blessings in both life and business. Remember, what works for us might not work for you. So take what you need and leave what you don't.